And the talk just keeps on coming. You can do anything. You can say anything you want to say. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. My goodness, Christmas is in the air. Can you feel it? Oh, what? <laughs> Keith and I are these two people that don't do any mind-altering anythings. <laughs> we're flowing around the house like we're drunk. And it's finally, not us. <laughs> yeah, finally, we realize it's that people are on the Christmas buzz, and we're getting a contact high, not even being in their presence. No parties or nothing no, so but far. The, the, but the energy is just everywhere. Yeah. You know, and that kind of brings us to, well, you know, you might want to join us, by the way, on our Christmas show, which, you know, is next, you know, what day is Christmas? Next Tuesday. Tuesday. Number two. You might want to join us for our Christmas show on Tuesday because Keith and I have been privileged to um, be in the presence of Jesus Sananda through channeling a number of times, and uh, we're going to share that on Christmas. And they're just profound moments and time that we spent with him uh, these number of times, and I can't imagine a better way to pay tribute than to let people know you know, who he is these days when he channels through somebody. So that's going to be, you know, we're going to say that we do that every year for Christmas. What did you want? To... Yeah. Okay. We're uh, we aren't Charmaine and I aren't conventional Christians. Uh, however, Jesus is our boss. Yeah, people. It's kind of funny. People they ask, and well, are you Christian? Well, yeah, we're Christian, but you know, it's not like Jesus is our savior. He's our boss, and they they kind of, <laughs> they kind of look at us like, what planet did you come from? Folks, get your ling- lingo down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have the lingo quite right. But it's true, you know, for those that realize this, uh, first of all, we say Jesus Sananda for this reason. Uh, Jesus, when he was on earth, that was his name, was Jesus. That's what most of us know him by that are on earth. But for those who know him in the ethereal realms, they also know that as a soul, Jesus' soul is called Sananda, which is what he goes by out in the ethereal realms. Well, it's no different than you and I who have lifetimes on earth, and when we go back up to when we go back up to home, to our ethereal plane, we get called by our soul's name. We don't get called by a past life that we've had. And so he goes by Sananda out there. So, so Jesus was one of Sananda's incarnations. Exactly. And Sananda happens to be the soul that put his hand up and said, I will take responsibility for bringing earth into the light. 
And so, in fact, we do work for him. Anybody who's on this planet that is working to help bring humanity and Earth into the light are indeed working under him at some level somewhere. No matter what your religion or non-religion, if you're truly working to help you know, deal with your own issues and, and try to make the best things happen for yourself and others in life, uh, mutually, mutual well-being, mutual goodness, you're working for Jesus. You know, we wanted to spend a few shows doing some very cool stories that help you either to see Jesus from another perspective or uh, that help you see the spirit world from another perspective and how it intervenes and helps on earth or very cool stories about animals that uh, have touched people in amazing ways. So we're going to do a few lighter days that focus around that sort of thing. And if you have a very cool story that you would like to share uh, in, in terms of touching the world of spirit, we would welcome your call. Heart-centered, Christ-centered, spirit-centered, any one of those. You are listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. If you would like to call in with your story, we're at 1-800-336-2225. 1-800-336-2225. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. There was one story that I read one time that was so cool. I'll never forget this. There's this professor at a university, I don't even remember where, but it really doesn't matter. And he was known for his very unusual ways of teaching. I mean, very experiential stuff that sort of sticks with you in your craft for the rest of your life and hopefully changes how you live your life. Well, one day... The students filed in, and up on the front wall was this huge big board that was like a dartboard that had a sheet thrown over it. And here's what the instructor said. I would like each one of you to come up and draw a picture on this dartboard of whatever it is that's stuck in your cry. You know, somebody you're angry with, somebody that betrayed you, somebody that you just... Really get it out of your system, huh? Yeah, just get it out of your system, draw a picture. And there were all kinds of, you know, pictures of, you know, people drawing caricatures that was really expressing their anger and their hurt and their resentment and their whatever. Non-forgiveness. Exactly. So then he had them line up, and and he gave uh, the first one in line darts and said, all right, now go ahead and get it out of your system, throw darts at your picture. So they just, they would go at it, throwing darts, and I mean, it took each person all this energy and all this time. With attitude. Oh, my goodness, the attitude was thick in the air. So they kept doing this until finally the instructor said we're out of time. And, you know, the last half of the line didn't even get a chance to do it because they ran out of time. And they were, like, really bummed that they didn't get their chance to throw the dart. And then, and then the instructor... The shoe dropped. Yes. The instructor went and took the sheet off the dartboard. And what was underneath? A picture of Jesus. Mm. Wow. You know, I often say it isn't like we don't need a savior. We need to start acting Jesus-like. 
And while we've, much of us have turned the holidays and, uh, the, the moment of honoring Jesus into a big material extravaganza, there's another side of Christmas and that is we're honoring the soul who brought Christianity to the planet. And, and that is what we want to remember and, and it isn't like he's here to save us cause he's not. But he is here to say, follow my lead. I showed you how to live life, so follow my lead, and we'll get through this together. You know, it's amazingly difficult <clears throat> if you're a really quality person led by a high calling, and you walk that path in this world, not hidden in some cave or something, but in this world, grading against all the grossness of the world, the more light you have, the more grating you will have against the grossness of the world. And it, it begins to be a real chore. The further octaves you are above the common man to bring that light and walk that example when everything's trying to knock you down and blow you out and distort what you're doing, distort what your message is. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmé Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. If you'd like to call in and share a spirit-connected moment that you've had, we'd love to hear it, 1-800-336-2225. Also, don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. I love this next story. This story is called The 26 Guards. A missionary on furrow told this true story while visiting his home church in Michigan. While serving at a small field hospital in Africa every two weeks, I traveled by bicycle through the jungle to a nearby city for supplies. This was a journey of two days and required camping overnight at the halfway point. On one of these journeys, I arrived in the city where I planned to collect money from a bank, purchase medicine and supplies, and then begin my two-day journey back into the field hospital. Upon arrival in the city, I observed two men fighting, one of whom had had been seriously injured. I treated him for his injuries and at the same time talked to him about the Lord. Then I traveled two days, camping overnight, and arrived home without incident. Two weeks later, I repeated my journey. Upon arriving in the city, I was approached by the young man I had treated. He told me that he had known I carried money and medicines. He said, some friends and I followed you into the jungle, knowing you would camp overnight. We planned to kill you, take your money and drugs. But just as you were, as we were about to move into your camp, we saw that you were surrounded by 26 armed guards. At this I laughed and said that I was certainly all alone at the jungle campsite. The young man pressed the point, however, and said, No, sir, I was not the only person to see the guards. My friends also saw them, and we counted them, too. It was because of all those guards that we were afraid and left you alone. 
At this point in the sermon, one of the men in the congregation jumped to his feet and interrupted the missionary and asked if he could tell, if he could tell him the exact day that this happened. The missionary told the congregation the date, and the man who interrupted him told his story. Get this. On the night of your incident in Africa, it was morning here and I was preparing to go play golf. I was about to putt when I felt the urge to pray for you. In fact, the urging of the Lord was so strong, I called men in this church to meet with me here in the sanctuary to pray for you. Would all of those men who met me on that day stand up? The men who had, uh, the men who had met together to pray that day stood up. The missionary wasn't concerned about who they were. He was too busy counting how many he saw. There were 26. <laughs> Power of prayer. Isn't that beautiful? It's, yeah. And Power of caring, believing prayer. You know, this man um, is giving his life to serve the greater good of all in a very, very big way, with a very good heart, with no hidden agendas and no other intent besides he's there to serve the Lord in the way that he's been called to do. And wow, does he get protected. Isn't that something? It's how it works. And you know what? This stuff is utterly possible for the guides to do when it's appropriate. So you have the beautiful thing of a spiritual uh, family, which in this case was a church. You can have it in other ways too, but this is like a beautiful church connection who looks after their own, serving God to try to help mankind. It's a beautiful thing. It is, and this is possible. This is so very possible when we're totally lined up with what we're meant to do and doing it with a pure heart. Truly, we are protected when we are, you know, we talk about our insurance policy. There's your insurance policy. That was his insurance policy, is the group he was with and their faith to stop what they were doing and come help. By prayer, like, what, 5,000 miles away or something. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. Thank you very, very much for joining us tonight. If you'd like to call in with your spirit story, please give us a call, 1-800-336-2225. We've got more. Stay with us.